Welcome back, Atlanta. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. This is the fourth segment of this Saturday's show. In our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Parsons Run in the heart of Johns Creek, Abbots Bridge Road, Parsons Road. If you're familiar with that area, you know where it is. If you live in Swanee or Berkeley Lake or Duluth or Alpharetta or Roswell or even coming, you want to pay attention to what's going on in Parsons Run because it might match what's going on in your area. We're also going to give you an update on bankruptcy filings in the U.S. I would have assumed, maybe you would have, maybe you would not have, that bankruptcy filings were really on the rise. A lot of people have, have suffered a lot of financial struggles due to the pandemic, and I would have thought that would have turned into bankruptcies. It could be that that's not the case. Stay, stay tuned for this segment to learn exactly what's going on. Each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to let you know as an owner in that neighborhood whether you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home. Parsons Run is at the intersection of Parsons Road and Abbott's Bridge Road. There are two entrances off of Parsons Road to Parsons Run. It actually loops around behind a couple of other subdivisions. Those of you who are familiar in the area know what I'm talking about. But it's right at the intersection of Abbott's Bridge Road, which is 120 on the northeast side of town. Three years ago in 2018, there were a total of seven homes sold in the neighborhood. Now that's about 200 homes, maybe like 210 homes if I remember correctly. Those seven homes sold, they took an average of 39 days to sell and sold for an average sales price of $426,800. That was from a low of $314,000 to a high of $515,000. And property sold for 97.9% of their original list price. That's pretty strong when you think about it. Let's see what happened in 2018. 2018, there was one more sale than in 20, excuse me, 2019. There was one more sale than in 2018. There was a total of eight sales for the year. They took 38 days instead of 39 days to go under contract once they were listed, and the average sales price was $453,125. So that is an increase of about $25,000 or $26,000 or $27,000 year over year. Prices in 2019 went from a low of $378,000 up to a high of $530,000, and property sold for 97.5% of their list price. So if they were listed for $300,000 or $400,000, they sold for, on average, 97.5% of that number. Now let's look at 2020. There were 11 homes sold, so more than in 2018 and in 2019 by a significant margin. Properties took an average of 22 days to sell, 22 days from the time they were listed to the time they went under contract. Let me say that one more time. 22 days, 2-2, two, two, 22 days, start to finish, just about three weeks for homes to go under contract. Average sales price jumped another almost $30,000 to $482,500, which is a low of $425,000. Think about that two years before, the low was $314,000. Now, the low is $425,000. Up to, in 2020, a high of $570,000 in properties sold for, listen to this, 98.9% of their list price in 2020, 98.9% of their list price. If we take a look at the current inventory in that market, we have talked about inventory uh, a couple of times in this show, and we gave you 
a more specific definition of the different types of markets, buyer, seller, balance market in the first segment. I hate to repeat it, but I'm going to give it to you again. If you have less than four months' worth of inventory, we consider it a seller's market because the seller has more oomph. They have more negotiating power if you have less than four months' worth of inventory. Three months, two months, one month. Four and five months' worth of inventory means you have a buyer's, or excuse me, a balanced market, which means neither a buyer or a seller has much of an advantage. You're going to have to have very balanced and reasonable negotiations in order to come to terms. If you have more than five months' worth of inventory, we say it is a buyer's market, and a buyer will have an advantage from a negotiation standpoint. In Parsons Run, there is 1.09 months' worth of inventory, so there is about one month's worth of inventory, which means, based on the fact that 11 homes sold in the last year, it should take 1.09 months to sell the one home that's on the market right now. That home, by the way, is currently priced at 469900 although this information is a couple of days old, so it might already be under contract. What's happened to homeowner equity in the neighborhood over the last 10 years? Property values in the neighborhood after the recession or during the last recession hit a low in 2012 when the average sales price in the neighborhood, listen to this, average sales price was 482000 this year. The average sales price in 2012 was 284 thousand dollars when it took an average by the way of 143 days to put a con put a property under contract but since the average sales price has increased to two from 285,000 up to 482,000 that means homeowner equity for those 209 homeowners in the neighborhood has increased 42 million dollars those 209 homeowners have 42 million dollars more in equity in their home today than they did in 2012. Medlock Bridge is the elementary school. River Trail is the middle school, and Northview is the high school. Northview gets a school chimp score of 100. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, your host. I'm also a full-time real estate agent and a broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions along the way. You can reach us easy. GoGaddisRadio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas, subscribe to the podcast, which is available on every major podcasting platform. GoGaddisRadio.com. G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S Radio.com is where you need to go. If you're the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, and if you don't believe the schools affect home values, I ask you to uh, think about that again because the reality is, is that the quality of the schools has a lot to do with home values. In fact, we did some research as we were coming out of the last recession, and we looked at the top 10 high school districts in Metro Atlanta, which would represent about 10% of the high schools. I think there's probably 115 or something like that public high schools in Metro Atlanta currently. And in the top-tier school district, property values decreased about 22% on average from the high to the low. In all of the high school districts in Metro Atlanta, property values decreased 55%. Now, as property values recovered, they recovered as quickly in the lesser-rated, the lower-rated school districts as the higher-rated school districts. So I want to be fully transparent and honest with you about that. But they certainly fell farther and faster in terms of a downturn. But what you need to get is what's called a school chimp report. You get one as easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on the school chimp link. Put in a little information about the high school you'd like 
to see all the information on and you can either put in another high school you'd like to compare to or the system will automatically compare it to the average high school in Metro Atlanta. It'll give you important ranking or rating on the school, which we think is about as accurate of a ranking or a rating as you will find. It'll also give you important demographic information. What's the average age of a home? What's the average size of a home? How long did it take to sell? What's the educational attainment level of parents on average in the area? What's the average household income in the area? So we think you need a school chimp report if you're going to sell a home or buy a home. And you should go to gogaddisradio.com, click on school chimp, and get a report. If you're searching for a home to buy, I invite you to search exclusively on suremls.com. That is S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. That's so you can be sure you're finding all the listings. That listing service or that website pulls listings from both of the listing services in Metro Atlanta. It pulls them from the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. Most websites do not do that. So what happens if you're searching on one particular site, you might be missing listings that are in the other listing service that are not being picked up. They're not being downloaded automatically to that site. So you want to go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. If you like what you're hearing, go to gogaddisradio.com and subscribe to that podcast. We really would love to have you as a subscriber. What is happening with bankruptcy filings? Well, legal services firm Epic, which is spelled E-P-I-Q, recently released both its December 2020 and annual bankruptcy filing statistics from its bankruptcy information service business, which is ACER, A-A-C-E-R. It showed 2020 had the lowest number of bankruptcy filings since 1986, with a total of 529,068 filings across all chapters. For December, the total new U.S. bankruptcy filings across all chapters totaled 34,304 for the month. Listen to this. The lowest total, the lowest monthly total since January of 2006, the lowest number of bankruptcy filings in 14 years. They do go on to say that the category that continues to grow year over year is the commercial Chapter 11 filings, which were up 29% year over year in the month of October. That makes sense because a lot of businesses have been under a tremendous amount of stress recently. So in spite of us having a pandemic, it could be that the average American family is on stronger financial footing now than they were before the pandemic started. Now, I'm not an economist, and I don't have any proof of that, but I do believe that if bankruptcy filings are their lowest or at the lowest rate in 14 years, then there must be more economic stability or a feeling of economic stability out there in the world today than there was before. You've listened to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answers, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to real estate experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. We invite you to tune in every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. for another edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We also invite you to go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. And connect with us, ask us questions, share ideas, subscribe to our podcast, and more. And that's at gogaddisradio.com. I appreciate you listening to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. 
We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. with hopefully what you perceive to be or you feel is good, valuable information on investing, buying, or selling real estate in Metro Atlanta. We'll see you next week.